So what is the first step in getting money? The first step in getting money is you have to want money. If you don't want money, you're not going to get money. You don't just sit around and a million dollars falls into your lap. It doesn't work that way. In order for you to get money, you need to want money. That's the first step is to want it. Seems dumb, but it's totally true. And you might not believe this, but there are lots of people out there who don't want money. They don't. At least they say they don't want money. There are very few people out there who actually don't want money, but there are lots of people out there who say they don't want money because they don't want to appear greedy. See, they like to put on this altruistic persona and say, I don't want money. I'm not a greedy person. When deep down, they actually do. Deep down, everybody wants more money. Seriously. If you say that you don't want money, but you actually want money, then your insides do not match your outsides. You are in conflict. And that is a terrible way to live. You know, if you have a low-paying career, you may wish for more money, but the only way to get more money is to change careers, which is hard. You know, you have a lot of people who work as teachers or in academia or in government or nonprofits, and they do this on purpose. They make less money on purpose. It's not an accident. If you're going to work for the government, you know ahead of time that you are not going to be rich. I mean, you'll be comfortable government pays well, but you're, you're never going to be rich. Never. And you know that going in. Same thing if you're going to be a teacher. You know going in you're not going to be rich. It's not, it's not an accident, you know. So let me just say it's huge amounts of fun working for a for-profit enterprise. Because anytime you have a transaction – whether you sell a stick of gum or close a real estate deal, you experience this sense of satisfaction that you did something good. Anytime somebody buys something from you, anytime you sell a good or a service, it feels good. It's a win. It's a win. You're in competition and you're winning. It feels good, right? You know, I have a financial newsletter. When somebody subscribes to my newsletter, I get a shot of endorphins. And it's funny because, you know, I have the PayPal app on my phone and every time I get paid, I get this ding and I get a notification. I tried to change it to a cash register sound, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. I like making money and I hate losing money. I hate moving backwards. I always have to be moving forwards. I always got to keep moving forward. But if you're one of these people that hates money, who thinks that money is the root of all evil, then the only thing I can say to you is that you'll never be rich. It'll never happen. If you think that money is the root of all evil, you will never be rich. I can say that with certainty. So most people are conflicted about money. They say they don't like money, but they secretly wish they had it, which is why they buy lottery tickets. And this is a terrible position to be in, to be in conflict, to be conflicted about money because you want to be honest about your intentions. 
if you really don't like money and somebody offers you some, you should turn it down <laughs> in order to remain ideologically consistent. If you say you don't like money and I'm going to give you a thousand bucks, if you take it, you are a hypocrite. And all these people are hypocrites. They're the biggest hypocrites in the world. Me, I am ideologically consistent. I like money and I'm always working to make more. Plus, I enjoy it. It's my job. If you are ideologically consistent, then you are happy. And I am the happiest guy in the world. I go through life with conviction that I know what I am doing is right. So now that you want more money, how do you get more money? Well, there are some very simple ways to get more money, okay? First of all, you can work longer. If you get paid an hourly wage, you can work more hours and make more money. And by the way, I like to work. I can work all the time. I, I you know, <laughs> I would I would love to work longer and make more money. That is a possibility, you know? So you can work harder, which is to say that you can be more productive. You can work harder. Um, you can get a second job. You can change careers. Or you can start a business. This is the best way to make more money. So the question is, what kind of business do you start? Well, some businesses are hard and some businesses are easy. A hard business is a restaurant. This is everybody's number one idea. I want to have a restaurant. Okay. This is a very hard business. It's extremely hard. It's the hardest business in the world to start. And honestly, not too many people kill it on restaurants. Some people do, but not too many people do. The most profitable restaurant in the United States is Tawan, Las Vegas. It makes $62 million a year. The silver medal goes to Joe's Stone Crab in Miami Beach, which makes $50 million a year, but is only open eight months out of the year. So technically, that is the most profitable. Most restaurants, if you don't make money, you don't lose money, you break even, you pay yourself a little bit along the way, that's really the best you can hope for. That is a very hard business. And if you get one that's a little bit profitable, if you want to scale it, then you have to do it 10 times and it's an, an enormous amount of effort. So when I think about businesses, I think about scalability. I like, I like businesses that are scalable. And that's the main reason why I like having a financial newsletter because the financial newsletter is the most scalable business in the world. It takes me the same effort to write one copy as it does a million copies. Seriously. It's a very scalable business. The radio is also a scalable business. Amazing business. Tech businesses are scalable businesses. Uber is a scalable business. Bird is a scalable business. Wag is a scalable business. Walking dogs, not scalable. Rolling up all the dog walkers and putting them on an app, that is scalable. Driving a taxi cab is not scalable. Rolling up all the taxi cabs and putting them on an app, that is scalable. <laughs> Bumble is scalable. That's massively scalable. Bumble, Tinder, all that stuff. 
Whitney Wolf Heard, the CEO of Bumble, was a billionaire. She's pretty close to a billionaire now. There was a kid in town that just moved to the Florida Keys to rent motorized surfboards. That is not a scalable business. Renting mopeds from a Greek island. <laughs> you know, the reason I thought about that is uh, The Born Identity, which is one of my favorite movies. The last scene of The Born Identity, Matt Damon tracks down his girlfriend. She's living in the Greek island. She's renting mopeds. And they live happily ever after. And renting mopeds is not a scalable business. Rolling it up and putting it on an app is a scalable business. Banking is a scalable business. That's a very scalable business. Mortgages are a pretty scalable business. Now, if you're a real estate agent, that's not a super scalable business because there's only so many houses you can sell in a given year, but you can start a real estate brokerage, you can hire more agents, you can take a cut of their commissions, and you can scale it up. You can take a real estate business and make it big. And some people do that and they absolutely kill it. They crush it. Teaching is the least scalable business of all. Now, there's been some attempts to scale teaching, this whole thing with Khan Academy and Coursera and stuff like that. Like there have been some attempts to scale teaching, but teaching is not scalable. You have 30 kids in the class, you're teaching 30 kids. That's pretty much it. Now, being a dentist is a very profitable business. There's lots of dentists that make, you know, they have 10, 20 million bucks in the bank, but they're never going to be billionaires because it's not a scalable business. There's only so many patients you can see in a day. You have an office with five operatories and eight hygienists and an office, and there's, there's only so much throughput of patients you can have. So being a dentist is not a scalable business. Being a doctor is not a scalable business. Being a prostitute is not a scalable business, among other things. But if you love your job, then hey. Finally, trading stocks is very scalable. You can trade 100 shares of a stock or 10,000 shares of a stock. It's extremely scalable. That's why do you think there are so many hedge funds? Why do you think there are so many mutual funds? It is an incredibly easy business to scale. And a lot of people think that the business world is hard. Like business is so hard, it's so competitive, it's so cutthroat. People like people fail, they go bankrupt. It's actually not hard. There's a lot of bad businesses out there that do just fine. You don't, you don't have to come in first. You can come in sixth and make a comfortable living. There, there's lots of second and third and fourth tier businesses that do just fine. The business world is not a hard place. It's not. And finally, whatever you do, whatever you do, don't own a nightclub because that is what sends people into bankruptcy. That is one of the worst businesses at all. And the kids don't go out anymore. Nobody drinks nowadays. Everybody's against alcohol. You know, it's not a good business. Music